having been stopped in their sublight travels on the way to Lahan by the Grand Bazaar, run by a strange man by the name of Dicky Ricky, who subsequently met his fate at the hands of Gordax, after Gordax discovered the man's fatal flaw, his dip into the slave trade, freeing his interns and a Celestin counterpart named Lil Dicky. The group was reunited with, I don't want to say an old friend, but someone they met in their travels ten years ago on the planet of Lysatra, a Zabrak named Zidane. Now, having just gotten the information that a super weapon of sorts exists on this ship, and that cybernetically enhanced Nexu are coming after them, the crew must make their next move. All right, Wes, I need you to run up and grab Papo. I think he'll be the best in a situation like this. And then come yourself, right, if you feel like you're um, particularly handy with a blaster nowadays. But things could get pretty hairy in here. I once fought a Nexu, ended up taming it. It became my pet for a while. But then it went rabid and I had to kill it anyway. So not a great experience. Still recovering from the emotional scars. And I have quite a few physical scars from the altercation as well. Could get pretty hairy. You hear a rap against the metal of the tunnel, and looking behind you, you see Drell in a bathrobe, his hair done up in, like, a towel. And he's like, what exactly is going on? I heard a bit of commotion. Oh, don't worry about it. Gordax just shot somebody, and now we have to go find his evil pets. It's fine. You just stay here on the ship, and you should be okay. Who are those two? And he points to Little Dicky and Zidane. That's the sad Celestin and the sad Sabrak I told you about. Don't you remember, Drill? Oh, I mean, they, they fit the bill, I guess. Yes, it does look like it, doesn't it? Look at their faces. So sad. Bog comes around the corner. What is going on? We should be on our way. We will be. All right, look, there is like a Sith super weapon on this ship. I was told by a very expressive Celestin that we need to get this before it falls into the wrong hands, but first we have to kill a couple of Nexu that have been cybernetically enhanced. So not everything on this ship is a total piece of crap. However, it would be best if Drell stayed behind. I mean, unless you guys feel like coming. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'll stay. He's a lot more useful than Wes, but... In his current condition, I think he'd be more comfortable on the ship. Why don't you stay there? Well, why don't why don't that little Celestin boy and the almost catatonic-looking Zabrak, why don't they come over here while the rest of you try to contain this situation? Sith super weapon? I'm sorry, but what? I, I don't know. It was only two words from the guy that I heard, but apparently Which guy? According Which guy? Th- this guy. All right, fish face over here. What? Hey, you. What's your name? Nyanyup. All right. And... What's this about a Sith super weapon? Yeah, nope. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. Uh, you you come over here. You come. Uh, get get the, get that Zabrak over here. And as Zidane passes Gordax, Gordax kind of puts out a firm hand and just says, "Check the cooling cabinet." That's what he calls the fridge. For some extra soup that I made earlier, it should lift your spirits. And Zidane is still drooling and just going, "You, you." All right, get out of here. They really wrecked him. Wes is, in fact, going to immediately attempt to enter into the computer system, see if there was any sort of organization. He knows that Dicky Ricky was lying about having to wait a day to find something. As Wes cracks into the computer, this is going to be a formidable check. Now, Wences, as I was perusing the ship down there, I did actually notice the particular model of computer system they're running. Would that help at all? Yes. You can gain a boost, I guess, because Gordax decided to look around. I succeed with a couple of threats. And the boost, I did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it is organized incredibly well. Like everything is still completely a mess, but it's like organized chaos. Dickie Ricky knew exactly where everything was. And that is apparent from this computer system that is also meticulously crafted to reflect that. There is a package marked to Empire <laughs> from, and then like something is scratched off on the shipping label, uh, on like the little picture that it's attached to the hollow invoice. He's not super great at smuggling. He hasn't quite figured out how to cover his tracks yet but you are able to locate that this is in the forward part of the ship, and it's maybe not as big as he made it out to seem, but it's sizable. It's at least, like, if four of Skogo were laying down in a rectangle, it'd be about that big. So we would need something to move this out of the ship. Correct. Do we have any, like, because we have this big cargo area. Do we have inside of our ship? Probably have, like, a mag lift or something. Yeah, like a mag lift or something yeah. we could use. Wes is going to say, I've managed to find uh, whatever it is that he's taking with him, but it's looking pretty big. So I'm going to go grab the mag lift. Should be back here uh, within the next few minutes. And uh, keep an eye out for those next two. Yes, actually, I was going to say, perhaps in the meantime, we could put the fighters who would best stand a chance against them inside of the bizarre ship. Shut the door just so they don't come running into our ship, destroying it even more than it already is. That's that's true, but let's wait for Wes to get back. By my estimation, then, the people that should be running point are me, Papo, and Gordax, yeah. And then, Bog, you would be up next. You're pretty handy with a blade, but I don't know, maybe you've gotten rusty in the past ten years. I, I use blasters now. Oh, okay. Don't think I'm holding anything against you, but you will be staying in front of me. I'll gladly take point. My big ears give me a boost to my perception roll. <laughs> <laughs> my heightened senses will allow me to locate any obstacles or enemies. Perhaps Popo should also be up front, running a scanner or something. Yes. You can do that, right? Yes, I was just about to say I could probably just scan it and find exactly where they are. Give me one second. Is there a terminal nearby? Yes, you can go to where Wes just was. Okay, I go to the terminal and I do a quick scan. You don't have to roll anything because Wes has already broken in. So you can locate where these Nexu were being held. And there you count four of them. However, there isn't a way to track them on the ship itself. The ship doesn't have internal sensors? It does, but you'll have to activate those. That isn't part of the system Wes accessed. That's what I want to do. I want to activate the ship's internal sensors and look for the things. That will be a formidable check. Man, two of those dice were completely useless. Two threats and a triumph. All right, you are able to tap into this system and even like load it onto your own systems, but some really, really bad feedback comes over you and it diminishes your sensor range. So you can almost like a motion detector, life detector as you're moving around the ship, but anytime you do that, you'll take a setback die. Okay, sounds good. It's like alien. Oh, exactly. Like <laughs> and right as Papa was starting that process, and while Wes is still gone, Gordax just has like kind of this light come into his eyes, and he rushes quickly back into the cargo ship, bolts into the kitchen. He's going to try to just prepare like two chunks of whatever type of food Nexu eat, as he would try to remember. He can do a check if you want, and he's going to lace them with the neuroparalytic that he keeps on his person. <laughs> Never leave home with some neuroparalytic. You grab two giant chunks of meat and just like quickly marinate them in neuroparalytic. I told you, he keeps vials in his jacket. One of them is a neuroparalytic. A couple of 
Skoga's prized Wookiee sirloins. <laughs> That's <laughs> he, what it is. He, he actually, yes, he did pick some nice, fine pieces of meat. He's not a savage. So Skoga is more of a sirloin guy than he is like a ribeye. I always imagined him more of a ribeye, a tender. tender no, no, Skoga has cut. delicate tastes. Yeah, exactly, the ribeye. Bro, I'm gonna be honest, Skoga will eat whatever. Man, Skoga will eat the whole ham hock if he has to. Like, <laughs> he doesn't care. As Papa finishes his scan, Gordak comes rushing back, sweat beating off of his face, and he's just kind of carrying these two large prepared pieces of meat. As Wes simultaneously arrives at the maglift and Bog shuts the door. All right, now I don't know what you were able to find, Papo, but this could give us an advantage if we can see them before they see us, perhaps toss them to them and... Well, this could say. give us an advantage. I could use an energy boost. And no, no, no. <laughs> and Gordax <laughs> swipe, smacks his hand away. This is not for you, Skoga. This has a very potent neuroparalytic coated over it. Let me tell you what. I'll beep every time I see motion because I'm hooked up to the internal ship's sensors. They can't actively find them, but they can detect motion um, within eh, about 20 meters. Will it beep when we move? What? No, it'll only beep if I detect anything other than you. Okay. So I guess that means we don't split up, then. I would recommend we do not. Seeing as these things are ferocious beasts, I don't think one of us could take one on at a time. So, stick together, don't split up like in the horror movies, and let's go. Agreed. And Gordax places himself kind of near the front so he can be ready to throw these two hunks of meat, which he has one in each of his two top hands, and follows. Bog has, he has four pistols on his person, two at his hip and like two across his chest. And he has one from his chest holster and one from like his right hand holster. And he shows Skoga the one. He's like, this one I call Minx. And this one is the Reckoner. Well, this one I call the Butcher. He says, patting Gordax on the back. (laughs) And this one, he says, holding his sword, is also the Butcher. But it doesn't butcher Wookiees. No, it does. Um, it butchers everything. <laughs> I, okay. All right, I don't have a name for Eloquently put, Skoga. So, as the group is tracking through this ship, it's dark. There's, like, chains hanging down from the ceiling, rattling about. Like, there's garbage everywhere, flickering orange lights. Bog and Popo do perception checks. I thought I should do my computer scan. Well, we're going to do perception for this, augmented by the computer, so you'll grab two boosts. This will be average. All right, three successes and two advantage. So Bog doesn't pick anything up, but Popo, you get a blip, blip, blip coming up around 20 meters to the northwest. Beep, beep, beep. Skoga, I'm beeping for you. You hear it? They're coming. Throw those stakes. And Gordax in the, you know, just in the direction that he thinks Popo's talking I'm, about. And he points the- in the direction. He points. <laughs> Very good. And he attempts to lob one of the stakes approximately 20 meters, because, you know, that's the range, and, yeah, tosses it. And as the stake slaps down on the hull and touches down and slides across this graded metal surface through the darkness and then into, like, a hanging light that's swaying a little bit, you see four red eyes appear from around a corner in the darkness and a low growl as this creature steps into the light. Its wide smile of long teeth 
And it also has wires and implants running throughout its body, where its hair has been shaven, and one of its legs seems to have even been replaced by a mechanical claw. Oh, dear. And then uh, we, we watch. Is does it? What does it do? It gives the meat a big sniff, and it's going to... What do you roll to... It has hard resi- a hard resilience check. So the Nexu sniffs, and then it takes a big bite. Ooh. However... It starts to feel these effects, and it's going to try to shake it off. Okay. It failed its check with an advantage, so it will gain a boost on this resilience check. You said hard? Hard. Resilience. There we go. Come on. Don't have a resilient. Dang it. So it suffers one strain as it spits out this meat and, and regains its composure, and then it just slinks back into the darkness and snarls at you before the little red lights that are its eyes twinkle out from around a corner, and you hear it scuttle off until it disappears from Popo's sensor range. Well, those cybernetic enhancements may have helped it out a bit. Should have upped the dosage. We should have just shot it instead of waiting around like a bunch of idiots. How about the people with the guns shoot next time, huh? Popo says, waving his sword around. I'm sorry, I thought Meaty McForearms here wanted to try out a science experiment. All right, no, look, look, all right, just don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, I tell you what, let's make our way to the Mega Laser, and in the meantime, I will draw them out. And Skoga just takes his forearm, and he cuts it open a little bit so that some of his Trandoshan blood is dripping. He's like, mm, they can't resist fresh blood. And he kind of shakes his arm a bit so the blood starts splattering. He's like, this will draw them all right to us. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> well, then I think now would be a good point for some of us to go and get the weapon and secure it. How about Skoga and I stay and fight the things and the rest of you go and get it? Maybe our basilisk friend can help. Yes, happily. Wes, come with me. We will go fetch the item. No, no, like, help us. Help us, yes. Bog and Wes, they should go and get the turbo laser thingy. Very well, then. Wes is pushing the cart, so, all right. All right, you guys better go quick, because these guys' sense of smell is pretty acute, so I would expect them to be here any second. Wes, uh, Wes does it. Wes, uh, knowing where it's supposed to go from having seen it, gestures for Bog, kind of points down the hallway, and they continue going. All right, so we're not going to go into an initiative order because this is kind of a stealth encounter almost. So we're going to go like this. Bog and Wes will have their turn, and then the Nexu, and then Skoga, Gordax, and Popo. Sounds cool. good. In that order. So Bog, ushering Wes behind him, runs off then, going through from darkness to light, darkness to light, in these wide, long hallways, just flanked by these massive shelves piled with crap. As Wes, or you're pushing along this repulsor lift, and Bog looks up at you and he's like, I hope really there's no hard feelings for anything. I'm not sure what I'm apologizing for. And he just keeps running. <laughs> Wes is slightly befuddled by the apology, as he literally has no idea why he should have a hard feeling. And yeah, Wes, Wes is definitely not running. He's got a maybe a brisk pace, but he is just pushing along the cart, sort of taking his time, flipping through the haberdashery site to make sure that he can choose all the things he wants to get sent to him once they arrive on the planet. <gasps> all right. The Nexu move about the ship. Skoga's turn. Skoga, not fearing the shadows because of his infrared vision. He's going through. He's keeping his sword ready, but he is also, um, he's making some noise, and he's doing his best to attract attention to himself and to kind of keep attention off of Papo and Gordax, 
and he's going to see if he can track down or discover any uh, any clues as to where the next who might be hiding. Yes, I think we'll roll vigilance contested with stealth then. So just roll a straight vigilance check. All right, and hot diggity dog, four successes and an advantage. As you look about, you think you see some pattering of something on a shelf, but as you focus on it, there's nothing there. I'm going to do a scan then. Go for it. This will be, like I said before, perception augmented by your computer, so the two boosts. Um, What did I set that before as? Average. Yeah, that'll be average again then. Okay, failed with two advantage. You don't pick anything up on your sensor, but you think you may be able to anticipate the direction that would be most advantageous for an animal like these stalkers as they are predators to come by. All right, I'll tell you what, everyone. This ship's internal sensors are garbage. I can't make out anything with them, but that direction over there, I've deduced to be the best place for them to attack from. So I guess we should head in there? I don't know. What do you think? Turn on some lights? Can, can you turn on more lights? I could try. Can I? You can easily tap into that, but you see there are just plainly no more lights. To uh, turn on. They're all turned on, but uh, I have a little uh, flashlight on me. And he turns on the flashlight and shines it into the dark. You turn on your flashlight and it lights up a quartet of four red eyes <laughs> as one of these Nexu leaps at you, pounces on you from the shadows. All right. As the Nexu pounces on Popo, you are knocked prone underneath its body. Gordax. All right. Gordax, who is already pretty much a nervous wreck as soon as Bog and Wes left, leaving them as total bait for these Nexu. He gives a little yelp as the Nexu pounces on Popo, and he's going to attempt to blast it off. Okay, go for it. Well, because he's engaged with Popo, so that'll be two. Gordax did not succeed nor fail, but he did get one threat. No, by not getting successes, that you, you failed. No, no, no. That's what that means. He does not succeed nor fail. <laughs> Gordax, because of this jumpy behavior, you suffer one strain. Bog and Wes, padding along, you come to the forward part of the ship, and you see a large crate, rather conspicuous, and it has, as you're poking around, the exact same shipping label that you saw to Empire from Scratched Out. I'm going to try to crack the top off of this crate. All right, well, it's not like a freaking piece of wood thing that you can just jimmy with a crowbar. It's like a, it's Star Wars. It's metal. It's Yeah, no, I get it, but there's got to be a way to open it. Is it open via computer? Is like Yes, there's a little keypad. I'm going to try to keypad my way into it. All right. There are ten digits. Wes is gonna try to try to punch some stuff in, see if he can hack his way in. Hacker. This won't be a roll. This will just be Ammon. You can tell me a combination of ten numbers from zero to nine. So Wes knows a couple of things about Dicky Ricky. He knows one. Dicky Ricky likes to examine all of the goods that arrive on a ship before he lets them on a ship. And two, Dicky Ricky has the computer use ability of a ninety-year-old grandmother. So he puts in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 0, and hits enter. I'm going to re- just require the use of the rest of your light side points if you want to open this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, He's using the freaking destiny points. I was going to say D-I-C-K-Y. 
R-I-C-K-Y. Figure out what numbers those are, Dickie Ricky. A cold mist spills out from the crate as the lid pops off and then begins to retract. Simultaneously, you hear a low snarl behind you as you are pounced upon. Oh, bum checks. Time for Wes to get pounced. Yeah, man. You are wrestled to the ground. Oh, dear. By this Nexu. The other Nexu, which is attacking Popo, is going to slash at you with its claws. And it deals eight damage to you with that hit. The other two Nexu charge from the shadows, one at Skoga, one at Gordax. The one attacking Gordax tries to bite at your arm and ensnare you. Okay, do so. Unsuccessfully, it passes right by you. However, the one attacking Skoga notices that, given that this Nexu before it missed its attack, maybe landing in between Skoga and Gordax, it's put the Trandoshan a little off balance, and so it will get a few advantage. As Skoga takes nine points of damage, ignoring one soak. Okay. And you are ensnared for one round. All right. As it bites into your leg. What does that do? You can make a hard athletics check to attempt to break free, but you otherwise you will just be rooted for one round. It's like I can't move. Yes. Oh, but I can still attack? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to stay ensnared then for a hot second because that was the last Nexu, yeah? Yes. Cool. Skoga recently ensnared, but fully expecting this because this is not his first rodeo with a Nexu. He's going to use this to his advantage and actually attack this Nexu with his sword. Now that he's up close, he's going to hope to disembowel this guy. All right, that will be upgraded to a challenge. Okie dokie. And I'm going to go ahead and use Frenzied Attack to upgrade one of my greens. Yikes. Bada bing. Hot dog. Bada boom. Okay, so that's three successes, three advantage, and a triumph. So I do hit this guy. Before I go any further, I'm going to suffer a strain from Frenzied Attack. I am going to crit this guy. Let's go to special rolls here. 70 is normal. I will use the triumph to activate the crit and then the three advantages to add another 30. So that's going to be plus 100 to the roll. Critical. <laughs> I think that's instant death. Yep. That is a total of 194. <laughs> so Skoga fully expecting the attack to come. This Nexu latches on to the arm that was bleeding, and with his other hand, he takes his sword and he stabs it up into the Nexu and then runs it down the Nexu's belly and all its guts and stuff flop out onto the ground. And he shakes the Nexu off and he turns around, ready for the next one. All right, Gordax. Gordax, having his cleaver out in his bottom left hand, attempts to kind of take the off-balance nature of this one that's in front of him after attacking and missing, and he's going to try to stab it into its nostril with his cleaver and kind of tilt its head back a little bit. What are melee? That's two difficult. Yes. Boop. Nice. And so he gets one success and one advantage, and that deals six damage. And then with his second attack... He is going to try to take his top right hand, which is currently holding the last piece of meat that is covered with this neuroparalytic, and he's going to try to reach it into the beast's mouth and shove it in because he's now holding the mouth open with his cleaver. I'll allow it. So what's the resilience check? <laughs> Hard? Hard. As it 
chokes on this meat, it resists the poison, and you scratch yourself on its teeth as you withdraw your hand. Okay. Papo, is it just the two of them, or are there three? You have a Nexu on top of you. Right. So he thrusts upward with his sword, getting two success and an advantage. That is nine damage. And Cortosis, if I'm right, ignores one point of soak. All right, then. And then I'm going to give a boost to Skoka. Then, across the warehouse, Bog, turning around, seeing Wes pinned to the ground by this Nexu, he whips out his blaster, he takes aim, and he fires. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Nice. So, um, he was using his handy blaster he calls Minx. He is going to crit as he lets out that blast of his disruptor pistol, and Bog lands that shot on the Nexu, and it explodes in a fine golden bronze dust that just sprinkles down on top of Wes, and Bog reaches down and hoists him back to his feet and says, come on, we have a job to do. Wes is going to take at least a sec just to peek inside. He's moving, but he's as he's pushing the cart, he's peeking inside. As you peek inside, it looks to be unassembled, so it's parts, but there are definitely some crystalline structures. It looks old. It doesn't look like it's of new construction. Okay. Cool, and then, yeah, he slides the top back on as he goes. He's he's running. This Now he is running. The run-in with the Nexu is put a little speed in his step. Spooked him. So you're heading back to the port? Yeah. All right. What are there? Two Nexu left, one on top of Mr. Popo. So that Nexu is going to bite at you again, and it is not happy. It misses. However, it shrieks, and as you're able to kind of just punch it in its nose and that enrages the Nexu that is attacking Gordax. The other Nexu is enraged for his buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and that hits Gordax for Yikes. nine damage to Gordax, ignoring one soak. Skoga, seeing Gordax is in a bit of a in a bit of a tiff. I think that's how they say it. I think they call it a bit of a pickle, actually. Skoga is going to attack the Nexu that is on Gordax. He'll go ahead and spend a strain for frenzied attack. One of those is going to get upgraded to a challenge. Okay. And we are going to roll. Hot diggity dog. Four successes, two advantage, and two triumph. (laughs) This thing's dead. (laughs) So let's go to special rolls. This is going to be another plus 100. This is Gordax's. This is Gordax's. And then for the critical roll. Oh, This one is only 142. The end is nine. This target will die after the last initiative slot during the next round. So it gets... Oh, this is perfect. This is going to play into Gordax's thing perfectly. So Skoga, seeing Gordax in a pickle, comes up and he surgically stabs this thing into the side, into its internal organs, right? But not through the heart or anything immediately vital. However, it will bleed out pretty dang quick. At that moment, Popo stabs upward from underneath the beast again as he laughs over the beast's failure to attack him before. And he gets three successes, two advantage, and a triumph, which I will use to crit. <laughs> Crits all around! And that is 124, which is knocked senseless. The target is staggered for the remainder of the encounter. So he's Dabs upward and then bonks it right on the head and it gets knocked out and he crawls out from under it. 
Not coming up from prone. He's just no, no longer underneath. Gotcha. Gordax, having been assisted by Skoga with this Nexu in front of him, he's going to use the pistol, the blaster pistol, which is in his bottom right arm. He's going to take a shot at it, close range. And this blaster bolt rings out, kind of impacting into one of the same spots where maybe Skoga had just stabbed it, dealing eight damage. Finish it off. Then, still having his cleaver in its nostril, holding it open, he raises its head, delivers the killing shot into its gut, and he pushes it off to the side, pulling his cleaver out and wiping it off on his apron, which he does still always wear. And he just looks at Skoga and says, Now there, that is how you kill a beast. And he turns to address the one that has just been staggered by Papo. All right, and this time... Bog has been leading Wes along, who's been pushing this big old cart. And the two of you, if you wish, Wes, unless you want to make some kind of detour, you are able to make it back to the port without any hindrance. All right. In that case, I'm going to push it over to our ship, and I'm going to, via calmly get in contact, say, we managed to secure the cargo. So whenever you guys are ready, come on back. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. This last Nexu is staggered. I don't know what that actually does. It means their blood alcohol level is above point. I was about to say, it means they're, they're pretty wasted. You can't use actions. Okay. Uh, this Nexu then just bolts into the darkness, trying to run away. And it flees. You lose sight of it. Okie doke. I guess we all start heading back. Skoga actually puts his sword away, grabs the two dead Nexu by the tails, and he starts dragging them with him back ah. to the ship. Skoga, brilliant. How did you know that the spines on the back of the Nexu make for the most delicious of elixirs? You have the makings of a culinary artist in you yet. And these pelts, mm, that's, that makes for some fine, fine cloaks. I could make you one with this much fur, Gordax. Oh, I'd be honored. Waste not, want not, as the natives of some far-off planet have once said. Mm. Trandosha, that's what you're thinking of. Is it really? And he, he kind of continues yep. chatting with them as he goes. <laughs> you reach the port with Wes and Bog, and as the docking door opens to your own ship, you see Drell still standing in his bathrobe and hair up in a towel with a smoking blaster. Lil Dicky is dead on the ground, <laughs> and Zidane is just freaking out, holding his hands above his head. If he had hair, he'd be ripping it out. Papa rushes in and uh, thrusts his sword at the throat of Zidane, not to kill him, just to put the point at him and says, What is going on here, Drell? Do you need any help? I, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I'll happily dispatch this poor soul for you. No, no, it's, uh, it's fine. It's all right. I mean, this one here, I dare say there was no transponder at all. He activated those Nexu. I, I was racking my brain. I thought he said nib instead of nib. And you know what? He did. I could tell a lie from a Celestin as clear as day. And I swear, this little dicky was a liar. As Skoga's walking past, he doesn't even stop. But he looks down at the body and he says, Check it out, Gordax. Somebody else that made a life-changing decision. <laughs> and then he walks on by. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Jeez, go. just grumbles, and he says, "I'll come help you clean these beasts, Skoga. Salvage what I can." Wes goes up to Zane. He says, "Zane, 
I understand the last time we met, we left you in somewhat of a dire strait, but I have good news. You are the proud new owner of a work in progress. There's only one more Nexu, and he's mostly dead. So uh, take this, this, and this, and you see him, he hands over a blaster pistol. He gives him a pat on the shoulder, and there's a small folded piece of paper that has some stock options and a couple of trading tips to get his own Grand Bazaar started. And he slips it into his front pocket. <laughs> and good luck to you. And he pushes him through the door, and he cut, closes the airlock on the side of our ship. As the door closes and you see Zidane standing in, like, the docking tube that is extended from the bazaar ship, Drell has gone. I assume Popo's followed mm-hmm. him. Skoga and Gordax have gone to the mess. Bog has already made his way to the pilot seat. And your transport just, like, rips free of the docking tunnel. And Zidane and a bunch of cargo just get sucked into space. <laughs> As the Mobquet transport <laughs> then blasts off into hyperspace. <laughs>